Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Unstoppable Leadership Podcast with my guest today, Catherine. And she has founded Quest for 47, which I think is a really awesome way of really getting information out there. And it's a different way of doing it. Catherine, welcome to our podcast today. I always ask, what brought you to doing what you're doing? And we're going to go from there. Perfect. I, I, I actually, I love telling this story. So I started my, I guess, adult professional career working in um, college sports as a statistician and in PR. Um, and I did, did that for over a decade um, at the University of Arizona, uh, the University of Alabama at Birmingham and at Arizona State University. And um, while I was at Arizona State, I just got, I got really burnt out with, um, the 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 day-to-day work environment i am best suited as a statistician when it comes to college sports and um you know the the college sports world is, is has changed a little bit and there's a lot less emphasis on that so i left um but i was really i was able to do it on really good terms that allowed me to kind of i get to do all the fun parts of my old job um without doing any of the parts that i don't love um i i had um some really um I, I would call them really big challenges that I didn't know how to navigate um, with anxiety and some family problems throughout um, 2017. Um, and I was originally planning on getting this novel that I wrote published, you know, the usual bohemian blah, blah, blah. Um, and long story short, ended up taking an office job working as an office manager, um, which was my first ever, you know, traditional corporate career. So 27 years old, and I was entering my very first corporate career. And I realized I could not stand it. Um, I, you know, and it wasn't even just the the fact that the company that I that I was working for was um, had had its issues. It was it was really just the the you know the the constraints of you know clocking in, clocking out every day, um, waking up really early. The you know, the the hours were not my favorite hours. There was eight to five. Um, you know, being able to actually use my my paid time off was not something that was heavily encouraged. So that caused some you know butting of heads between me and my boss. Um, for all of that stuff that I still do at Arizona State. Um, and I was on the phone with one of my very, very good work friends, and we were, you know, talking about how could we make money outside of our day job salaries. And I did a little math after we got off the phone, and I realized that if I made $47 a day every single day for an entire year, that would cover my rent and expenses outside of my day job salary. And that's Quest for $47 was born as originally a chronicle of how I generate income outside of my day job. But since I left my day job, um, it'll be two years ago in about three weeks. Um, it is now um, I, I teach service businesses how to more effectively market themselves on social media so their ideal client sees them as the expert and actually convert, they can actually convert those sales through social media. Definitely. And $47 a day, you know, when you put it like that and it's such an achievable goal, it's not exactly. a really huge number. It's not unattainable and it makes it really realistic for people. And that's one of the things that I love using. I call it smart. You're being really specific. You're being measurable. You're being attainable. You're being realistic. And it's sort of time bound because you're going like, okay, we're going to make 
$47 a day. And I absolutely love that. I would have never thought about that in a long time ever. Yeah. It's the, the idea of, you know, taking your, your big goals and going from, you know, I want to make an extra $40,000 this year. Well, $40,000 is a really big number. And, you know, as, as humans, our, our brains can only um, really take in and understand, you know, there, there, there's a threshold of like how you can visualize a certain number. Because if you think of like the number four, you can visualize four things, but you can't really visualize 40,000, you know, individual things just in your head. So being able to break that down. So you want to make 40,000 extra dollars a year. Well, what are you doing to make a hundred dollars every day it's it's a little over a hundred dollars um to get you to that forty thousand dollars and that just makes it easier well i can do x y and z i can do this i can you know i can sell this service i can sell you know this product whatever it is that you choose to do and now i I, i've really taken that and adapted it to you know my current goals of you know i want to get five clients in a month well what am i going to do every single day that's going to put me in the best position possible to convert my marketing efforts to actual one-on-one clients. Definitely. So let's talk a little bit about, you were, you hinted on it just for a little bit about authority and building that authority for your clients. How do you get your clients to build that authority? Well, it all comes from uh, from your content. That's, you know, I, I have, um, you know, I spend a lot of time on Instagram. I've, I've I spent a lot of time on social media for many, many years as part of, you know, my old job. And then just I like Twitter or I used to like Twitter and then Twitter got weird. Um, but, you know, when I scroll through Instagram and especially the business side of Instagram, um, there's one question that would always pop up in my head. And this is what really drove me to, to narrow Quest for $47 focus to social media marketing and expert based social media marketing was I was always I was scrolling through these posts that I know were made by by business owners and I knew they were business um, social media platforms, but I was always asking myself, well, what's the point of that? And it was that realization that whether I was searching for that specific person for their services or not, I could still see that if I'm asking what's the point, then so is their ideal client. So if you're, you know, a, for example, a virtual assistant and you um, post to your business social media, oh, look at this beautiful view I have from the garden that I'm working in today. And you tag it under virtual assistant on Instagram. Well, somebody who's scrolling through the virtual assistant tag looking for a virtual assistant, they're going to see this pretty picture of a garden and say, what's the point? And then scroll on to somebody who's actually showing their expertise as a virtual assistant. So if you had the picture of the beautiful garden and how that beautiful garden supports your job as a virtual assistant, or you're able to do this as a virtual assistant, or here's something you're doing as part of your virtual assistant job for a client, that's gonna be a lot more effective in catching that potential client's attention and saying, oh, this person must know what she's talking about. I wanna find out more. Because you never know when your ideal client is actually going to find you online and you have to make sure that every piece sorry my table is shaking my cat has decided to jump up and, and explore um 
But, you know, when you're ideal, you know, you want to make sure that every single post that you're sharing to your business social media profile, especially if it's something in your feed, is all business so that your ideal client, when they find you, they're not finding that one post that you share that's not business related. And they scroll on by looking for somebody who they feel is actually going to support their needs. And you're going to lose hundreds, if not thousands of dollars from that lost client. Yeah. That is a really good tip because that was one of the things and actually is still actually being shared that they're telling people, hey, post a little bit about your personal life, do social engagement, do, you know, do all of those things. And I was like you, I'm going like, what's the point? If we are not posting <laughs> about the business, then what are our clients seeing? So when we put it in that perspective, what do you think about using your personal Facebook page and tying that into your business? That's a really great question. And I, one of the things that I want to emphasize is that, you know, you are allowed to show your ideal client who you are and what you love. Bishop, can you get down, please? Um, <laughs> I love him. That, that's my girl. She, when if I have headphones on, she is, is, is up on the table with me because she tries to eat them. Um, so anyway, back to your question. If, um, so if, you get to share who you are through how you get to serve your ideal client. Um, I am a huge, obviously I'm a huge sports fan. I'm a huge, you know, nerd. I love Power Rangers. Um, so I have that, you know, behind me, people can see that. I actually, you know, one of my clients, he hired me um, by virtue of the fact that he knows the artist of one of the prints that I own. Um, and, you know, I, I share a lot of inspirational, motivational quotes on my Instagram, which is at quest for 47. And, you know, once I was um, rewatching season one of Star Trek Discovery a few weeks ago in preparation for season three, and there was this really great quote from the captain um, who said, um, never apologize for excellence. And I'm like, that's a perfect thing to share on my social media. So I shared that, you know, yes, I love Star Trek. And here it is through the lens of how I can help my ideal client show up as an expert and shout to the rooftops their expertise and to not be afraid to do so. So you get to do that. You know, I share content, you know, with Bishop in it all the time, but I don't just, you know, share the random selfie with Bishop when she lets me, you know, take a picture of her um, without context. It always has to have context. Anything outside of context goes on my personal Instagram because that's, you know, that's not where I'm marketing to. Um, but for those people in your audience who are using their personal Facebooks to market, you know, you can have that balance. It, and if that's your priority platform, um, that's where you're, you're marketing, that's where you're getting most of your clients, you're making most of your sales, then really do focus it on a more business lens. Like, you know, this, you know, here is my why and accompany that with a, you know, a picture of your children or of your, the dream home that you just purchased or this vacation that you took um, and, and really show, you know, this is how your business supports your life or how your life um, is informed by how you serve your ideal client and how your ideal client can get onto the same level as you are. Um, Cause that, you know, we're, we're here to solve um, ideal clients problems. And that means showing them um, how you have solved it for yourself, how you have solved it for your clients um, and how you get to solve it for them too. Definitely. And that's so important. That's one of those things that I think a lot of people struggle with, especially if they don't have anybody to show them, hey, this is the way 
And there are multiple different ways. And I would tell you if LinkedIn would let me have me my life, that's where we would be at. So exactly. LinkedIn, if you're listening, hello. I want I, I want to go live. So I'm just saying. But those are the things that is important is knowing where your ideal clients at. And Instagram continues to grow. I see so many coaches on there that it is unreal of what they're getting and what they're able to put out and the people who are responding to it. So it's a great thing to use. Social media is a good tool to use. And I'm back you with Twitter. I'm Twitter is too weird for me. So I'm going like done. And it's those different things. So when you're teaching people how to really get out there, would you say that they should limit their social media to probably about three big accounts and just start building after they get comfortable with three? 100%. The, the, you know, the, the business owners that are, you know, the real big ones that are the front of your face, the, the kind of the, the, the biggest of the big names in whatever industry you're in, they all have teams behind them. And that's why they are on 16 different social media platforms. Um, I remember seeing um, content for this one woman, her name is Amanda Francis, and she's this big name in money manifestation. And I stumbled upon um, her YouTube videos a while back. And one of her old YouTube videos had, you know, this is where else you can find Amanda on social media. And it had like, you know, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and the Facebook group and Pinterest and back when Vine was still a thing um, and Periscope before Periscope was bought out by Twitter. Um, and I remember it was it was right when I first found her that I stumbled upon her Facebook page that said, you know, you know, Amanda is most active on Instagram. Go follow her there. So the ultimate goal for all of those other superfluous superfluous, wow, words, um, accounts is to get your ideal client to the accounts where you are spending the most of your time on. Um, so if you can, you know, if you narrow your purpose to, you know, two accounts that you're active on, you know, every single day and you're active on consistently, consistently, and one that you can automate, you're going to be set and you're not going to be missing out on potentially reaching certain members of your audience. Because if you find a platform that A, you love to be on and B, your ideal client hangs out on, that is all you need. And I mean, even if you feel overwhelmed at the idea of three, start with one place, master it, and then you can expand on to another. Oh, I think you're still muted. Let's just say I had to mute because of my fur babies. <laughs> Mine just make a lot more noise. Oh, she, she screams at me, but um, usually in the mornings when she wants me to play fetch with her. <laughs> That's so cute. But yeah, it's it's one of those things. Mastering social media, I think, is a really daunting thing. And for me, the way I automate it is I actually use Hello Woofy. And I will sit down. And for those that don't know what Hello Woofy is, it's just like Hootsuite Buffer. And I absolutely love it because they use AI in there with your social media. So I'm able to go through there and I will work on Sundays. That's usually what I call my social media days. And I will work on a week to however long that I want to work. I can pump out anywhere from a week to a month's worth of content rather quickly through that day. 
and use their AI and use their hashtags that are trending because they'll show you that too as well. Mm -hmm. So that is an important thing is making sure that you automate it because I still work a full-time job right now and automating what I can is important to me. Yeah, absolutely. One of the, you know, that, that in-person engagement factor is, you know, is something that you can never give up, but that doesn't mean that you can't have your content scheduled to go, you know, to be posted at, let's say 9am and then, you know, do your daily engagement at, you know, 536 after you've gotten home and finished dinner. So there, there's always ways that you can really, you know, automate it and, you know, do what you can to be still be as front and center and as easy easy to find as possible for the people who need you most. The worst thing you can do is just not, like you said, be prepared. And whether you are, you know, planning your social media content, you know, on Sundays in advance and getting it scheduled or just doing it every single day. Like I, I just do that because I do work my business full time. Um, but, and I, I just like to do that. Um, but whatever you do, the consistency is key to being found. You know, it, it's, it's consistency. It's utilizing you know, whatever strategies you can use on your chosen platforms to be as visible as possible. And it is that engagement factor. Definitely. So let's talk a little bit about how you get your clients to at least the $47 a day, because I'm interested in that. So it, it really, it depends on what it is they do and what it is they sell. And you can sell a lot of things um, to get yourself to that $47 a day mark. You can do, you know, a $17 mini product. You can do a $47 mini product. Um, or you can do something that is going to basically divide out and will, you know, count to $47 each day. Um, so with each client that I work with, I really focus on, you know, who do you serve? What are your strengths? What do you have so far? far in your arsenal. Because um, if, if you're starting from scratch, that's going to be working differently from somebody who's been around a little while and just needs some tweaking on their offers, on their services, um, and then maybe wants to expand to digital products as well. Um, but I am a firm believer in you know, going hand in hand with, especially, you know, now that my, my focus is, you know, probably in the last year or so really turned to service-based businesses is how to take the service that you provide your ideal client and take a piece of that to turn into an easy to sell digital product. And one of my favorite strategies is of course to use a tripwire where once somebody signs up to your email list, they are then given the opportunity to purchase that low, you know, that low cost digital product for that, you know, perceived steep discount um, that allows that, you know, allows you to make the sale and allows you to more effectively warm up your brand new audience because somebody who signs up for your list and then buys from you immediately is going to be a lot more likely to buy from you in the future. And that's really the magic of getting that, you know, that more consistent income and then, you know, getting your audience nurtured and of course being able to book those higher ticket coaching off, um, packages and higher ticket service offers. Definitely. And I think for most of us, because that was one of the things when I first started out, they're going to like, no, don't do no, don't do low offers, do free magnets and all of this other stuff. And I'm going to like, at the end of it, I was giving away so much that I realized I was giving away too much. I was giving away the barn and the barn door and the roof. <laughs> so I was going like, okay, we need to back this, back this up just a little bit. 
So when I did that, I realized the current position that I'm in, I help get people in the door and I read the resumes and a lot of these people really, really lack resume writing skills. So I was going like, well, why don't I do a small little intro product that will teach people not only how to write a resume, but will teach them how to interview, will teach them how to write a cover letter, because that is still important in today's job market, how to do a thank you letter and how to dress, because there's some people that really, truly don't know still how to dress for an interview. Mm-hmm. So I got that for 25 bucks. And most people, if you hire somebody to write your resume, you're going to be spending about 300 plus. Yeah, so. no, I, I, I definitely agree. There's, um, you know, the, there's, there's great benefits to having both that free opt-in, that freebie, that whatever, whatever people are calling it, I call it, a, I call it either a freebie or a free opt-in and then pairing it alongside a paid digital product. Um, because, you know, you, the the one the other big misconception that I see out there all the time, and this is something that I, I've been working with um, with a few of my clients, is how many opt-ins, how many free opt-ins do you need in order to successfully grow your email list and successfully bless you convert your ideal clients, um, you know, you know, off social media and onto your email list? And the answer is just one. You just need one freebie that I see people who are like, I'm going to create 12 freebies this week. And I'm like, no, you don't need that. You just need to. I, I was able to grow my email list from zero to a, a little over a thousand with just one free opt-in. Um, and that's that's what you need to focus on is one really high value opt-in. Um, and and I, I emphasize high value because I see so many freebies out there that are just destined to, um, you know, languish in your downloads folder and gather dust and never get open. And what I work with with my clients is creating those free opt-ins that are, you know, that are actually going to get opened, actually going to get used, actually going to give your ideal client that one win that's going to propel them forward in the direction that you want them to go, which is, of course, toward you. Um, And then, you know, that next evolution, of course, is that, you know, that low cost digital product. And then, of course, your one on one work. Definitely. And it's all about building that familiarity and that trust, because at the end of the day, that's what they want to know is, can they trust you? And that's harder to do in the digital realm versus face-to-face. When you're doing face-to-face, it's a little bit easier because you're sitting there having a cup of coffee. You know, you're really getting to know each other. And when you're doing digital, it does take that little bit extra time. So, and it makes sense to have a free lead or free or magnet, whatever you want to call it. And have it to the point to where they're actually are getting value from it and are actually using it because you're right. You know, you can create free all you want, but unless your client's actually using it, is it really worth it? Is it worth your time? Yeah. And of course, the the key to, I think, you know, speeding up that nurture process that you mentioned, which is so critical, is also, you know, giving your your ideal client and your subscribers and your audience as a whole the opportunity to see you and your face, like exactly what we're doing here. And I do a uh, live stream every weeknight because I want people to, you know, yes, I want them to read my social media marketing content, but I also want them to see, you know, see my face, hear my voice, hear how I speak, hear, you know, the really bad puns that I make or, you know, how I get, I'll get distracted and lose my train of thought or I'll have to, you know, 
deal with the cat. Um, whatever it is, I want them to be able to see me have that opportunity for that, you know, instantaneous um, interaction with me so that they're getting, you know, if somebody has a question, um, that I can answer that live and, get, you know, kind of have a, you know, that pseudo conversation where they're typing and I'm responding. Because that's really just going to build that relationship, let them see, you know, who I am as a real live human person who is also an expert social media marketer. And those are some really good valid points. So as we get ready to wrap up, I always ask my guests, what is one good last nugget that you can give our viewers? Um no matter how many people are in your audience, no matter how many clients you've booked, no matter how many sales you have made, you are still an expert in something. And when you're marketing yourself, I want you to show up as that. I want you to show up with the vibe of, I know more than you on this specific topic. And let me tell you why. Because when you do that, you're going to be able to be perceived as that expert, no matter what your follower count says. And that's what some people really lack is that, you know, is is you know they they get you know I can spot a newbie a mile away and I don't want people to also be spotted as newbies a mile away I I, I want you to show up and have somebody look at you and say I want to learn from her um, and that just completely and it, it invalidates the um, you know the follower account follower account is great we love our vanity metrics especially on Instagram we want to get to 10k followers so we get the swipe up in stories um, but oh here's a secret is when you're doing live videos and you save them to IGTV, if you have a link that you want to send someone to on IGTV, um, you can put that link in the description and it is an active link, like the link in your bio. Oh, I love that. Cause yeah. I have not really played with IGTV a lot. I think I've only been on it like once or twice. So highly recommended. Um, but yeah, so, but based on the original, um, that last tip is show up as that expert, show up. You, you started your business because you know, this thing, like the back of your hand, everyone in your life is going to you for this kind of support. Now you're just showing people how you've been helping people for free all your life. And that expertise, you know, does you, that, you know, there, there's no qualification that you need to meet to show, to, to be able to show up as that expert. So you get to show up as that expert from day one. Definitely. Catherine, that is some really good tips right there. So anybody, if you are listening or watching the replay, comment down below because some really good tips on there. And I've learned a little bit today myself, which is freaking awesome. That's what I love to do. You can also find Catherine at www.questfor47.com. And you can also find her on Instagram. Is there anywhere else they can find you? That's yeah, that's that's my 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 place is Instagram. I um, like I mentioned, I do a live stream every weeknight, uh, 10 minutes of social media marketing strategy on Instagram and all of the replays are available on my IGTV. Oh, awesome. Catherine, this has been a really good one and I love to see in your cat. Thank so. you. I'm, I'm happy to, I'm happy that she, she was able to, to cameo. She's sitting behind me. She's waiting for me to uh, throw the ball so she can play some fetch before we uh, go to bed tonight. Oh, definitely. And you know, it's amazing to be able to look at what you have started out with and what you have built to be able to take just from $47 a day and start really building a legacy and start building an empire. So it's freaking awesome. Thank you so much. It's, it's been a really great journey and I'm so glad I was able to share it with you and your audience. Thank you so much for having me.
You're welcome. All right, everyone, as I love to sign off and I love to tell you whether you know it or not or believe it or not, you're unstoppable. You are the beacon of hope and you are loved. Everyone have a good night and I will see you back tomorrow at 7 p.m. Central. Bye.